This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Right now, we're going to focus on International Women's Day and money. And we're going to have a chat with uh, well, one of my favorite guests, Kelly Keene. Uh, you know Kelly. She's a personal finance educator, best-selling author, founder of the Women Claiming Wealth Conference coming up on April 6th. Kelly, thank you so much for finding me in a few minutes for us today. Always appreciate it. Oh, Shay, always great to be with you. Thanks for having me. Hey, what's this uh, conference you've got going on April 6th? Tell us about that. Yeah, um, it's a new initiative. Uh, first conference I've done. I'm so excited about the speakers that we've got. Um, really, it's about claiming wealth, Shay. Like, I've been talking about people feeling good about money. Yeah. I want women now to stand up and claim their wealth. So I uh, hope that uh, some of your people may check it out and register. Yeah, absolutely. It'd be crazy not to. Um Talking about that, it's, it's taking ownership. Women have to take ownership of their financial lives, right? That's what it comes down to? Yeah. <clears throat> well, there's still so much that's unfair, of course. We get that. But, um, and, you know, you had me on last time we were talking about the stats that I, I revealed and, and found in researching my last book for women, is that, you know, over 60% of millennial women are deferring to their spouse on matters of money and 41% of female breadwinners. Now, when I wrote that book, I had a picture of my grandmother sitting next to me. She died on my third birthday, so I never really met her. But I, I, I wanted, you know, every word to really be infused with the fact that, you know, for most of her life, she couldn't vote. She could not um, own property in her name. She had to, if her husband said no, it was a no. She had 13 kids. Like, you know, it was a totally different life. And I just find it irks me, Shay, that, yes, there's still so much unfairness, but so many women are not stepping up to the plate. And I just think that money is like oxygen. You cannot let someone else control that supply. Okay. How do we do that? You've got this concept... Tell me about it. A secret bank account? I mean, how realistic are you being with that suggestion? Right. Now, this is something my mom's <laughs> always told me. Um, but, yeah, like, there's there's a number of surveys talking about how many married women actually have hidden bank accounts. And, you know, why do they have these hidden bank accounts? For some of them, it's about survival. They're maybe scared to that they're going to, you know, be in a situation of being divorced or for an emergency. Now, does it have to be a secret? It doesn't have to be a secret, although in some households it might have to be, Shay. That's the reality, right? Like, a lot of women um, are, are, you know, in situations that it, they're, they need the money to get out of that, that relationship. Yep. So... Um, hard conversation to have. And I think, you know, as women, as we're all paying attention to our finances more, we have to be on the lookout. Well, we all do for these women that are in these situations that they're only stuck there because they don't have the money to get out. Yeah, I think that's a great point. Uh, um, How do you go about setting that up? Okay, secret bank account, like you say, is one thing, but this other um, principle that you talk about, yours, mine, ours, how how does that work? A lot of conversation, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is really hard because here's the thing, too, is dynamics are so different, right? You might be on a second marriage, a third marriage. You might have cohabitated because the pandemic was expensive and it just kind of made sense to move in and, you know, you just commingled money. And 
the longer that that's gone on, the harder it is to have the conversation. And sometimes, Shay, like people are 10 years in before they're really having the conversation. And a lot of women are saying that, you know, they felt forced to have a joint bank account that, you know, they, they don't have the ability to have their own bank account. So that's a very troubling sign if that's what's going on in your relationship. Um, but it could be as innocent as just like, you know, you both should have your own money. It shouldn't be a parental thing um, and, and figure it out from there, you know, moving from the joint account. But I do get that that is not possible for a lot of sure. situations. But just sort of having this, I mean, see, for me, I'm the exact opposite, Kelly, because like, I don't know anything about money and I'm too lazy <laughs> to learn anything about money. And I've, I've been very fortunate that my wife, like, if you had, to, honest to God, this is how bad it is. If I had to pay the power bill this month, I wouldn't know how to do it. Oh my God. I'm telling you, you the sound, truth, Kelly. You sound like my husband. Very <laughs> smart man. Very smart man, but just couldn't be concerned. I mean, every once in a while, I like quiz my husband. How much life insurance do we have? Yeah. Do we have RSPs, PSAs? No Where are they? Like, <laughs> this is the thing you've got to, and I mean, we're joking, but it's a reality. And I mean, like, if, if all of a sudden one spouse passes away or there's a divorce and you just have no clue where the finances are, where you sit, that's a really awful, awful place to be. So might not be today. Today might not be the day, but get your digital calendar out. Yeah. Make a date with yourself for a day that is convenient and start to dig into your finances. And just starting to learn a bit. And it, I mean, there's so many different things out there that it, it can be a little overwhelming. So I, I think that's oh. tough. Um, you, you walk people through this, and I'm just wondering, at a time like what you're seeing right now, Kelly, with the, the, the cost of living, and you name it, whatever right. aspect you want, be it your power bill, what the, you're paying for gas, cost of food, uh, you know, markets tanking, interest rates mm-hmm. going, it doesn't matter. It seems like everybody's got a hand in your pocket. What's your one piece of advice for people who are kind of feeling like, good Lord, it's coming from all sides today? Well, and it's bad. Like my, my heating bill last month, I thought, what is that? Like a, a, a car payment for a Mercedes? Like, what is that? It was outrageous. Yeah. Um, you've got to dig in. Like, here's the thing, Shay. I'm not talking about like foregoing the coffee or the lunch out. You need that for your mental health. But let's say you're in high interest rate credit card. You know, you're at 18%. Call your bank. See if you can get in a lower rate product. Even if you're doing nothing else, you're making the same payment. You're going to save big bucks on just getting it into something at, let's say, 10% or 12%. Just, you know, it's hard, but have a look at your finances. If you can't do it yourself, reach out. We've got some great resources in Alberta. There's Money Mentors, a lot of great nonprofit credit counselors. It's a free call to them. Take the free call. Get some help. (laughs) (laughs) The help is there. Don't be scared to ask for it. And, of course, check out Kelly's writings and her books and her conference. Uh, A great, great resource, and I'm I'm thankful that we have access to it. Kelly, thanks so much for your time. You're so kind. Thank you, Shay. Always appreciate the conversation. Yeah, we'll talk to you later. Bye. That's Kelly Keene, who is a personal finance educator and a best-selling author and founder of Women Claiming Wealth Conference on April 